Hi guys, good morning, good evening, I don't know, it doesn't matter, wherever you are, welcome to Bipalo where no topic is off limits. Hi guys, welcome again in another episode of Bipalo. Yeah, we're back after last week's episode, I enjoyed it, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, so today we have a couple of new people in the building, we have um, Liliana. Jesus is not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus is not here. It's just Liliana. Of course, we have Carrie and we have Sean as well. On us again. Hey. So, to start a conversation for the week, I was watching this show this week. It's kind of like the gay version of The Bachelor. Um, it's it's being shown now in the Netherlands, or actually, it was the last episode. Um, in Video Land, right? Video Land. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Prince What's Charming. Your- that's charming. Well, yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah it's actually yeah. quite nice. You I haven't watch. watched it yet. You should. So I don't know. You should. I, I well, I, I must say, yeah, at the beginning when it came out, like a month ago, I thought it was going to be like the normal gay show. The guys are going to end up in bed together. I mean, probably. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, like. No one else knows that. <laughs> you know, like the normal story, but I mean, at the end, like, I don't know, it was a good show. It was a good show. It was you kind of see, like, the trajectory of kind of like looking for love and falling in love and what he likes, what he doesn't like, and what are the challenges that he thinks about, and then at the end he makes a decision, which I didn't expect him to actually. No. Don't say what it is, because I haven't seen it. No, 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 but... I haven't seen it yet. No. It's kind of... His decision will catch you off guard. You would not expect it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand him, but it will catch you off guard, because you will think, oh, come on, I'm going to spill beans now. (laughs) No, exactly. Oh god. Okay, fine. Well with that in, with that in mind, I was I was watching the show and then I started thinking, well, we've been in a relationship for the longest time ever, and almost eleven years now. But then I was thinking, like, how is it to be single nowadays? I mean I was single once upon a time as well, but it's different than it used to be. Now you have like you know you're at home, that's a start with you have clubs, that as well. You have a bunch of new apps. Uh, I think once upon a time those apps used to be like proper dating but now it almost turned into like a sex date kind of thing like i like you you like me do we do it yes or no more than who are you what are you looking for and and you know just building onto something but the bachelor call me the bachelor prince charming got me thinking about what that would be not only for like like gay couples or bisexual couples or straight couples or what different couples you want to call them but just people in general so i wanted to put that on the table today and see what you guys think well, I think it's difficult. I've always been a relationship type of girl. And now I'm single in Corona times. How long have you been single? Uh, it's been almost uh, seven, eight months, something like that. So it's like from seven, the, the first lockdown, I've been officially single. First. And I'm, I find it kind of difficult to go online and then go through these apps and try to find a partner because I've always met people uh, through friends or colleagues or, you know, and now it's, you're at home. How do you find someone? So yeah, it, but... it's still like shopping. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like going online and shopping for clothing. So I'm yeah. just looking at a person. And usually I, 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 I'm used to getting to know someone and then talking to that person. Oh, it's a nice person. And it mm. doesn't matter how you look like, it's just the feeling you get with yeah. that human yeah. being. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's a shopping, <laughs> swiping left and right, whatever app you're using. Yeah. 
yeah. looking it's at a picture. Yeah. yeah, it's looking at pictures. Yeah. How do you know second. someone? Just going back for a second. Um, if I should start at the experience, I mean, we've all been in a relationship at a point and left that out at a certain point. If you guys don't mind giving like a little bit of background, like you said just now, you've always been kind of like a relationship person. Um, you've been in a relationship for a long time, but I mean, what is your experience? What is your background? I mean, I don't need to know how many bed partners you've had, but I mean, just good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, just just your background. You know, like what has it been like? Yeah, I've had like two people that I can say I considered at, at some point dating and stuff, and um, and yeah, it was interesting as I mentioned in the previous um, podcast that first of all in Curacao, yeah, as I mentioned already, you know, every everything's taboo, so we all started like. Uh, wanting to date girls and trying out and figuring that out and that was quite interesting because like if I compare it to my dating life now it's it's very very different and just what Lily was saying like I actually wanted to tell her like you know welcome to the gay dating <laughs> scene because like you know it's, it's totally different for me then and my experience is totally two different worlds it's not that people are different but it's more that the way that that they look at the dating concept maybe yeah. is different I think in, in the end, everybody's looking for the same thing, maybe a partner to share something with. But I think the way that they approach it is quite different in certain sense. And I think the main thing with that is the dynamic that you have in a straight relationship between a woman and a man. And in a gay relationship, either a woman and a woman and a, or a man and a man. And I think for me, um, I've been single now for quite some time. And uh, I've dated a, yeah. uh, a few people. But nothing that I can really consider being serious. You know, for me, it's it's quite a struggle to really find someone to make that genuine connection. And like she mentioned now with COVID, you have the, the, the difficulties of you need to date online, you know, but that's in the gay scene, that's most of the dating part. Yeah. Most apps that we use are online. You know, it's not like, and maybe that's also one of the differences when I'm used to dating women in my teens, we had a different way of going about things. You know, we have a telephone, uh, we call each other, we SMS, we do stuff like that. Nowadays, everything has gone digital. So it's kind of like, it's a different approach to dating. And um, yeah, Corona only made it more difficult in some senses, but because you used to go to a gay bar or meet people in a cafe or somewhere, at least to make that connection or see someone or dance with someone and start out something really like cool or whatever. But now it's weird, and I think I'm bad at it. <laughs> to be honest, like, like if 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 I chat with someone, there for some reason someone I I come over totally different uh, via text Maybe than I am in person, yeah. and I get that feedback a lot. So people are like, "Oh, you're while we're texting, they're like, hmm," and then they meet you, and then they're like, "Oh, but you're totally cool," and I'm like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and if you like picked up the phone and we talked, then maybe you would have noticed, you know. But but it's like it's a totally different dynamic. I'm not really used to it. I'm used to the older ways of like talking by the telephone for hours, maybe. Yeah. You know, my mom used to get so angry at me at the telephone bills when we were in Curacao. Used to block international numbers and block certain numbers because yeah, you're not allowed mobile numbers. Yeah, mobile numbers because the telephone would the telephone bill would be off the charts, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's different now. For instance, if you, I get that feedback a lot, like when you're dating and you're asking people like, hey, yeah, can we like talk or can we call or 
Some they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not into calling, or I'm not into uh, um, I'm video calling, or yeah, it, it's kind of weird, it's kind of awkward, or and then you're like, okay, but so is texting like for four or five weeks and not even making that, that type of connection. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's just not the person I am. But no, I think it has to do a lot with the age group. Yeah. We're in, I mean, most of us 30 plus. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a different generation also from what we're used to. People are now, the younger generation, are they were brought up with these apps and for them it's normal to contact someone via text and, and chatting with someone online. So a phone call, which what it's what we're used to, would be awkward for them. Oh, yeah. Why would I call would with call? you? It's so private. It's yeah. so intense. Yeah. We have to talk. Does that mean, <laughs> that I mean now, that you, now that you say that, I mean, that we are like 30 plus, and if we're on like those apps, do you kind of feel like you're out of place? I mean, they grew up with it. Like, the young kids, they grew up with like just being on all those apps, chatting with each other, dating, blah, 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 and just going to meet random people. But I mean, we kind of grew up with the old school way of just meeting someone at school, meeting someone in the club, meeting someone through your friends. And we also grew up with meeting someone on apps. Yeah. So we got both of them, but you kind of feel like out of place, like yeah. I have no idea how to do this. For you, it's still, I need to shift from one normality to the other because yeah. this is the new normal. So I need to shift my mind from this to that. For them, it's like I grew up within it. So for us, us, I think it's more difficult to get used to it because you have to change what's normal for you. Do you think it has any benefits though? Yeah, I think so. There's more, I think, ability to connect to people, but in certain ways, um, there's this very animalistic uh, way of connecting, which we lose because meeting someone face to face, sometimes yeah. it's not even your type. But you have that You're certain, by them. yeah, and you have this connection or this pulling towards that person. You're like, oh, that caught me off guard. He or she doesn't look like a person I would fall for, but they're talking and they're saying these words, and I feel very drawn to this person. <laughs> Which with apps, you don't have that completely. It's all about the image. It's yeah. all about how you look and how you you put this text together for me to read and get sort of get to know you yeah. <laughs> but it's not actually it's what you want people to see how you want people to see you and yeah. not actually what you are but i think it also has to do with um i think it's a with apps it's kind of a guessing game in the sense that when you're going to interpret words on a screen it's it, it has a lot to do with projection it's, actually to that side of having an argument you don't yeah. know what they mean yeah <laughs> but it's like it's a projection of of of, of how you're feeling at that moment basically because if you're if you're feeling shitty and someone is is sending you a message like hey how are you you're gonna read it maybe like hey how are you and if you're feeling great it's like hey how are you you know so yeah. how do you in interpret basically someone else it's so you're actually thinking for that, that person, person oh this person must mean this yeah. and that's where the connection and that's where the <laughs> communication completely f's up you know, while when you're talking to someone, you can hear their voice, you can hear the intonation, you can hear the how they're telling them something, and at least you have that. You know, and I I got used to that. 
in, at that time. And let's be honest, in Curacao, for instance, that I think in, in, in the Netherlands, maybe they started earlier even with, with internet, etc. But in Curacao, we had dial-up. So like to send a freaking SMS to someone or to go and chat online, we were only allowed to do so like 30 minutes because otherwise you would occupy the telephone. <laughs> people couldn't reach you. So, you know, it, it has a lot to do with that. So you were forced to basically go out and meet people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very to true. have conversations and and I don't know. Sometimes it, it feels like um, yeah another world. Yeah. But the entire virtual world world didn't exist for us back then. Let's be honest. I mean, we had MSN, we had ICQ, but the entire virtual kind of aspect of dating itself didn't exist, right? I because didn't even know what people were. It did. <laughs> <laughs> How to delete the history? <laughs> I'm not that old. I think it kind of did. I mean, maybe I was a little bit more experimental than most like kids back then. But I mean, with my, I mean, I've had girlfriends and I have boyfriends. With girlfriends, it was easy. You know, it was more personal, like face to face. You meet them at a party, friends and whatnot. But then the guys. Um, back then, we used to have Keep a Team, for example, which used to be a website. Like, it's like a gossiping it, website. It was, yeah, it was almost like a gossiping website, but you used to have pictures and pictures of parties and whatnot. It's kind of like a gossip MySpace. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I think in, in the Netherlands, they have something like um, party, high five. party something. They used to have high five as well. High, high five. five as well. High yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, remember I mean, that one. Back home, back home um, Keep a Team, they literally Instagram worthy, the same type of thing, sliding to your DM. That's what they used to do with you. Thing, like gay guys used to do that you know they follow you they tag you they like your picture like literally that used to be it and that conversation that that relationship would build completely different and also online first and then it would go into something versus something like face to face but then the relationship with a girl would be more i met you through a friend or i met you at someone's birthday party or i met you through school rather than I think it always, always kind of existed, but I think, I don't know. But maybe it was taboo that's why. You needed to hide yeah, course, like how you meet people and how. Yeah. I mean, I guess you are a front runner because I was at that point still, as I said, searching how to delete the history. And <laughs> 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 certain websites. That's what I'm saying. But is it, is it a different uh, experience for you guys? Because if I hear uh, my gay friends speaking about um, dating online, it's easier than my straight friends talking about dating online or meeting someone online. I don't know if it started earlier for you guys or has it been... I think it's easier, but I think it also represents the depth of the relationship earlier. Yeah. And why do I say that is when you have a face-to-face conversation, when you meet someone face-to-face, there's only so much time that you can have that that experience of how you're someone new, how are you, where are you from, well, like you have a conversation. So when you build it online, you have, and, and what we tend to do, like the guys tend to do with other guys online, is they go straight for the other. You know, who are you, where are you from, how old are you, what are you like, what are your hobbies, and eventually they end up in the sexual talk, how far, blah, 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 and all that nonsense. But that, that, that killed pretty much the entire you know, the entire experience of your first date and your second date and talking on the phone and it killed it completely. So there's the length of your relationship becomes super short because yeah. you reach the height and then there's, there's, but didn't there's nothing it start um, in some way because um, you want to be discreet when you're actually not really out yet. 
and you start dating online for you it's more convenient because yeah. i get to meet these guys and these people that are making me feel this way or, and that they let me uh, experience things that i don't want to put out to the world yet i don't want to be coming out yet but i get to date and i get to experience stuff and to me it's like double up because for straight people it's okay i can date anyone mm -hmm. but for people that are still not out there these things are ideal i th I, th I think what you experienced with kita thing i never got the chance to so in, in in essence what what you're trying to like i i didn't get a chance to experience this simply because living abroad like saint Kitts has i believe more monkeys than people and in Trinidad, I mean, there's in in general, I never knew of any platforms in any case, not in the communities that I lived in that that basically had these things or spoke about any of these things. In Curacao, maybe if you lived there, then it could have been a different experience. But at least living abroad for most of it, I never experienced any of this. I think also, uh, going back to your, to your question, um, in the beginning, it is in the beginning, it is the, the easy way out and how to tackle it. But I think the, in order to see it perfectly, I think if you look at how Tinder went from the beginning for straight couples, where it was, I want to meet someone else who I can have a relationship with. So fast forward five years, how Tinder is now, Tinder has become a sex shop. Yeah. And at the beginning, it wasn't. Yeah. So but I, I mean, as a gay so guy, would... you want to, if you're not ready to come out yet, that's what yeah. I mean. No, this one, this one, yeah. So if for, for, uh, for us personally, it was in the beginning, you know, trying to be shady, you know, how do you get through it and, you know, just meeting new people indeed. But then afterwards it became, okay, I've had this and not, I'm now 22, 23, 24, 25, and no one will want to have a relationship. But the only thing I know is that platform or the gay clubs. So then that's the only way I know how to, to find a relationship, which is, which might not be the best way, but then if you translate it into a strict relationship, they went from being the uppity uppity types as in, I want a relationship, I want a relationship, I want a relationship. And then, then they moved the other way around. They moved to, you know, you want to bang bang, that's who it is. Yeah, it's actually it's shifted. Very, I, very... I do think that those apps actually make relationship change. Yeah. Um, how we see each other it changed a lot it's so mm -hmm. easy to shop for a sex date yeah, yeah. it's out yeah. there but and someone that's so, always in a relationship for me it's it's almost awkward yeah. to yeah. even have someone talking to me in a certain way or or approaching someone in a certain way yeah. it's so you're crazy. constantly in a grocery store exactly <laughs> it, it, it feels almost awkward it's intriguing but it's awkward it's it's yeah. it's actually an intriguing it's a part of me that i haven't experienced yet and i i think actually you should be able to open your mind to at least experience this and so you know what what is what i really like is it actually someone meeting someone and having a relationship or is it meeting someone just for a a feeling because yeah, it depends yeah. on your mentality at that moment what Agreed. am i going for yeah. Yeah. But, but that's to, to i think i would answer your question with the following like it depends what type of relationship you're looking for if you're looking for something serious then i wouldn't say that the apps are the best way of meeting no. someone no. Yeah. if you're looking for sex or quick sex that would be the way to go in some senses but to to go what Shair, to go on what Shair said i think when you're starting to experiment with guys or whatever with your sexuality, 
you're not really thinking of relationships. No. So most guys enter those apps to be shady, but they're mostly looking for sex because they're not interested in having a relationship with a guy. They just want to have fun and see if they like that part, basically. And then they are trying to do that. So for me, indeed, those apps are, it was quite a shock in, in, in a sense, but the funny thing is that how you adapt to it. It's like I came, I, I came out of, I think, 26 or 27, and then I started experimenting with guys, and then those apps became like the main thing because I had experiences with guys years before when I was younger, but those were classmates or people that you knew from your borrow or whatever. And now it basically is you were in Holland, you're going on these apps, and you're like, oh, how, how are you? I'm Gary. How nice to meet you. And they're like, yeah, are you a top or a bottom? And then I'm like, um, excuse me? And then they're like, yeah, but um, it's a very normal question. Like, are you a top or are you a bottom? What are you looking for? What do you want to do? How, yeah. what time <laughs> are you expecting me there? You know? And then you're like, what? But now, a few years later, I caught myself asking those same questions to someone else. And then you're like, okay. What are you so, doing, Gary? What yeah, are you doing? yeah, yeah. No, but, but basically, that's, 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 you get caught up in it. And it took me a while again to settle down and review myself and say, okay, what am I looking for? And, and if if I'm looking for sex at one moment, then that app is maybe the, the perfect scenario for me. And I may ask that question to someone. Yeah. But if I'm not looking for that, if I'm looking for a relationship, and is that what I'm wanting in my life at that moment, then I know that I shouldn't go with high expectations into one of those apps. Yeah. Or I should know that, yeah, it would be a better fit to get like a, decent connection with someone by meeting them, you know? So it, it depends. Like I've met some crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> Please beware. A memoir is coming your way. <laughs> All my stories. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you, you, you have really crazy experiences on, on those apps, you know, people. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get to see that person no, and no, see no. what's genuine, what's not, and what does this word mean together with your 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 posture or the way you're you're speaking with your eyes. I mean, your non-verbal communication. communication is also a yes. big part of how you communicate with each other. I wanted, uh, like Gary said, sometimes with relationships starting with these apps, I have experienced people dating on these apps and having a very successful relationship so i don't think it's something that doesn't work it might work and i think it might work with people that are not capable of let's see a normal circumstance out of corona times the normal situations that we can go out and meet people out there but i don't have time to go to a bar i don't have time to go and socialize so the only way i know would be online so it does work in a sense, for maybe a hardworking, yeah, person that has about fifty hour a week. I think work. it has to do with luck. I think if my first boyfriend, I also met on one of those apps. See? So it's it not work. impossible that you're going to meet someone there. But from the time I met him until now, <laughs> I haven't really gotten yeah. that same yeah. connection it's or very same rare. connection yeah. again with someone else. You yeah. know, so it's 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 possible. I'm not yeah. saying it's not because. Like me, you would have other people also searching for a real relationship mm -hmm. or something like that. I have a really good question. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, 
how would you let's say you meet someone online you've decided to go online i'm gonna meet this guy this girl how are you doing it now with the corona rules and everything are you just inviting people over are you gonna say yeah just come by i don't know i think <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm not in the position but i think if i were to think about it it would be more I mean, yeah just yeah i would take my time i would take my time yeah. and see where it is i mean if it's just for bang bang then Find a bang bang. Find a bang bang. But still, just like this high. Just wear a mask. Yeah, but you know, I would just, yeah, you know, I would think about it. I guess it's situational. Don't make too much of an issue, but think about it. Like, okay, whatever person are you? Are you just here for a bang, or you know, do you want to have something? Because I think it would always work against you in a way, no? Yeah. I mean, you of course have your like COVID this. But I mean, yeah, with the with the with the risks right now. Know, you have How do you? I think you have it with everything, no? Yeah, meeting family members and meeting <laughs> yeah. friends. No, yeah. no, but as, aside from that, not even COVID. I mean, like even in regular life, you also have STDs. Exactly. There's there's so many other things to take into consideration. Use a hat. Use a hat. I don't think, if I can say, I don't think a condom would help you. <laughs> <laughs> not with COVID, no. <laughs> Unless he puts it over his head, but I mean, <laughs> the other head. <laughs> no, but go back, go back on, on, on like the conversation and whatnot. Um, think about like if we didn't have COVID, if we didn't have like online um, platforms and whatnot, and you would just say, you know, I want to meet someone. I want to meet a perfect guy or a perfect girl. Um, what are you looking for in a relationship? I mean. After you've been in a couple of relationships, I think you see what you want, what you don't want. What will make it perfect doesn't make sense. Maybe perfect exists for you, but I mean, what would it be like? I think it's mostly acceptance. Mm-hmm. What I've had with a past relationship is um, if I choose to be with someone, because it's always a choice, it's accepting that person. It's not having this ideal picture in your head because no one is all uh, is gonna come near to that picture because you create this ideal situation in your head, this ideal person. Because with the years, you experience a lot. You don't want to go through this. You don't want to go through that again. So you're gonna build up this perfect person in your head. A lot of people are like, I don't want this and this and this and this and that, and then they fall in love, <laughs> and it's a complete different story. We accept this and this and this and that. Yeah, suddenly, love is is something. It it Fluid. takes yeah. you. Yeah, it takes you a different route. And what I was saying uh, previously, it's not. It sometimes it's a person that doesn't have the ideal looks you are looking for. It doesn't have the ideal love a uh, uh, job you were looking for. It doesn't mm-hmm. have. It, ca- it catches you off guard. Right. But it that also means you're open. You keep an open mind towards it as well. Even yeah. though you go through bad experiences, it's, I think it's essential for you to keep an open mind for the next person that comes along. So it's yeah. a, uh, I'm so open to start. accepting that person because once you don't accept them the way they are, then you're going to clash a lot. Yeah. Some things we compromise in relationships, we are, but we're not, we're not, you cannot change a person completely. No, I agree. Do you think compromise is good though? It is, it is. Um, just like I expect someone to accept me, I need to accept them. 
if they don't accept me i'm not gonna be oh uh, this and no you have to have that moment of okay my partner my partner doesn't like me going out uh, 24 7 with my friends then somehow okay we'll find a middle ground yeah, i'm not gonna yeah. stop meeting my Would friends you? but yeah. where where's the middle ground and each per- person is gonna decide their own boundaries, boundaries. yeah agree and then even though we go through bad experiences, some relationships end, we have to stay open to new experiences, a new person coming along with different uh, uh, mentalities and different ways of thinking about this uh, world. And you can always learn from that person. I don't think it's... Uh... I'm a black and white thing. No, it's it not. It's not. We can always say, like, I have these demands, but that's closing, putting up walls. Yeah. That's closing yourself up. Yeah. That's not something for a successful relationship because you're not open to that mo- next person that comes and talks to you. No. Might be your prince charming. Who knows? But you have all these walls up saying, no, there's not. No, there's not. There's not. <laughs> um, well, I, 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 used, I don't have uh, as much as relationship um, experience as the rest of you have. But... Um, so I did have like this ideal picture of how a relationship should look and you know the the, the fairy tale now I never you know expected a prince or anything because you know I haven't seen him show up on his horse yet. <laughs> oh, oh lord uh, maybe a black but, one. <laughs> but what I have but what I have learned um what I have learned I think from other relationships but also friendly relationships, etc. is that um, you need to choose every day for that person. You need to willingly choose to be with that person every day mm-hmm. yeah. and willingly accept that person for who they are. Um, that's a compromise that you make every day. You know, you, you always have the, you always have the option to say, no, not today, Satan, you know, but like nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. I've done things that I'm not proud of or, that I would have done differently, etc. So I cannot expect someone else to be perfect either. But there are certain things that I do expect from someone. One is respecting me. The second one is um, honesty. And um, those are those are for me very important. And um, I love someone to be genuinely who they are. Like genuinely be who you are. Either if you are someone that that you're goofy or whatever, just be who you are. Don't try to portray or to be someone that you're not because eventually it will come out who you are and you will realize that that genuine connection that you made with that person is because you're trying to be someone else. And when you're trying to be yourself, it will break up anyway. So I'm just looking for a genuine connection with someone who isn't afraid to be goofy or, or, or just themselves, you know, and... Hopefully you make a connection and you get to know someone better and then you start making the choice every day to make a commitment. You're going to fight, you're going to have your quarrels, you're going to have uh, things that you don't agree on. But at the end of the day, if the positive things are more than the negative ones, in your eyes at least, I think you should fight for it and give it a try. And don't be like immediately when you see the next six pack coming by be like okay i'm on that boat <laughs> bye you could maybe sometimes <laughs> yeah okay sometimes <laughs> but, like, but yeah. you know it, it, i think the combination of it all and they did ask you a specific question we're saying you know never mind the online platforms and all of that but i mean 
what works against us in this time as well is that I think we, because there's so many options, we always keep our options open. Yeah. yeah. So then you end up being either on an app, in a party, wherever, and you think he's not worth it. I can find someone better. No, she's not worth it. I can find someone better. And then you let that person go, and then the next one comes, and you know they don't put down the 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 toilet seat, and then you're like, okay, I'm completely over this. You know, I'm 30 years old. I don't have time for this shit. You know, <laughs> you know, next. But then it also ends up hurting you because you become too strong of a person to to you know compromise. Yeah. You know, to just accept. You know, this I guy mean, is not gonna do you this. You don't need to you know? give up your soul to that person. <laughs> Compromising doesn't mean to give up your your entire being, but it's it's about. Understanding, understanding the other person, where that person comes from as well, how their mindset is, and just accepting them mm-hmm. and, and on that level. And wanting to work on it. That's, that's I think, one of the most important things. Because if for every hardship or hard thing that comes along, you're, you know, ready to give it up, then it's never going to work. No. I, think, I think as well, if I, if I think about our, like, our relationship as well, I think we've been together for a really long time now, but I think at the beginning as well, we struggled with, with so many things, so many challenges, you know, that come up, it could be anything, you know, from, from family problems, to financial stuff, to, you know, you name it, every single thing, I think, in the first, I think a good, the first year, the first two years, I think we kept breaking up and getting it together, breaking up and getting back together, uh, until we got to the point where we were like, are we going to do this? Yes or no. If we were going to do this, then we just got to stick to it. And then we just got to stop doing this because it costs us way too much time, way too much stress. It costs us money to move in together and then move out together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you keep doing that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. While you, you just want to be together, but then you end up breaking up about like, the most little, the most stupid things. And it's simply because you're not, not that you need to be flexible and just give in, but you need to have a little bit of, of you know, openness to accept the other. As soon as you do it, then you're, not that you're good to go, but as soon as you do it, your possibilities and your options will open up a lot more. Okay. But it, now that you guys are like, we've been together for so long, what would be your advice, basically, to someone like, okay, what do you think, looking back at your relationship, what made it for you? Like, what, what from your side and from your side, so from each one of you, like what for you were those key moments or the key decisions that you made to make this work? Sometimes you just got to stick it through. If you feel it's worth it, stick it through. The, the feeling that I have, and this is based on conversations with a lot of friends that have been in relationships, have been on dating apps and, and stuff like that, is that I feel sometimes that um, because there's so much choice, and this is something that I, I think Jared happened to mention as well, is that I can find someone better than you every single time, even in a discussion, in a fight, and then it always becomes that I can always find someone better than you. So it, you break up simply for the fact of, okay, if you're not willing to adjust to me, then this is it. And I'm 100% sure that that's not always the case, but I have the feeling that the apps have contributed to this, but the, the mentality the apps have brought with it have also influenced the way that relationships have been kind of shaped nowadays. Look, we are still from 
like the Dutch, the Alwagarde. So for us, it's always we never really did the dating apps when we were dating. We met each other through through someone else again. So it, it was a whole different way that we met each other as well, and the way that our relationship kind of evolved. So we still kind of, I mean, after ten years, it's like we didn't experience all these things either to go with it. But um, I I just have a feeling that we just kind of stuck through it, and you know even. Even when times got really, 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 really dark and really difficult, you know, you break up, you get back together. But there, there's a reason that happens. There's a reason why you come back together. It's because you, you truly love each other for some way or shape or form, and you want it to happen. But what was for you the, the the thing that made you make that choice? Was it was it would you say love, or was it that you think that okay? Uh, no, I'm compromising, or is it something that you said like, you know what, I'm just gonna, um, is it is it a pull towards him, for instance, or a decision that you made for yourself that, you know what, I'm gonna. I wish I could tell you what it is. Okay. I I really wish I could tell you what it is. Um, I think it I I think there's a combination of factors that kind of sit with it. Um, I think there's love, obviously, love weighs a lot. But I think it's also how this person fits within your values, right? So if your values are similar or about the same, then that also helps. And it also helps in the sense of to what extent do I need to compromise myself as a person and what my values are? Um, that I don't compromise what I truly believe in as a person and that it changes me as a person. Because bending is fine, but breaking is not. And that, that's the difference, you know, bending the rules is fine, but breaking them is not. That also applies in your relationship and yourself as a person. You can bend your values and accept the other person for who they are. But if it breaks what your values stand for, then it's, done. Then it's not okay. You're not going to accept it. No. And in that aspect, I think we got lucky because our values are overlapping in that sense. Um, we both had the love for each other that we wanted to continue through this, even through the darkest of times. But we were also willing to compromise for each other, but not change ourselves as people to be able to fit with the other person. And I think that also helped a lot. How do you do this? <laughs> Wait, let Because... me answer first my yeah. part and then I'll go back yeah, okay. to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, to put it real quick, um, I'll try to do my best. I think, as you said as well, it's a combination of factors. Um, I think no one thing defines the, the base of it. Um, you need to have the love for each other. You need to have the dedication for each other. You need to have kind of like that. That you know, I I, I really really want to have, want to do this and I want to stick it through. And I don't mean uh, I don't mean sticking it through. The the, the guy is beating you up and you still want to stay because you know. <laughs> That's you a want, different story. <laughs> you know, you want to stay. You want to stay because you know I want I want a dad for my kids and I want you know that that that's, that's something completely different. But sticking it through as in, you know, you're going to experience difficult times. You're going to experience times where oh, I cannot stand the sight of them. But <laughs> you know what is what is the reason behind it? And then you learn as well with time just to communicate. You learn how to talk. You know how you learn how to 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 love each other. You know how I want to be loved is not the same way how you want to be loved. You know, and you need to understand that. You need to understand how to translate that as well. Otherwise, you you continue doing things how you want it, but then you know no one else will know 
they're pouring wine. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, no one, uh, no one, no one is going to, to stay with you if you know. I want to be loved by you know hugs and kisses and being all of the lovey and you know you want to be loved by having a roof over your head and having stability. Mm-hmm. You know, they're two completely different things. But if you don't understand that you're going to keep loving someone how you think it should be, and you won't get anywhere. And I think at, at one point as well, we were talking about this a couple of days back, a couple of days, a couple of weeks back. And I think at a certain point, you almost start to get this 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 heavy feeling, this guilty feeling sometimes, because you you've been in a relationship for so long, and you see relationships come and go all over you from friends to family, you see so many relationships come and go, and you have this sense of, could I have done something? Could I have had this conversation with someone? Could I have contributed to your knowledge so that you, you don't end up being single? You know, there's questions that I have in my head all the time, I but I think, I think at a certain point, you start, you almost start getting like this guilty feeling that like you've been together for so, so, so long, and you, you, you see people go through things, and you think, after the first month you guys were together, I saw it already. We have this comment. I mean, we have these pillow talks, and we think, <laughs> "Man, you're such a beautiful person." But what is happening? You know, you see these things happen. And I think, I think being open to being open to possibilities, being open to the other person, being being just accept the other person. And if you cannot, you know that already. Yeah. You, you know that early on already. This is not going to work. And, and accepting that is also giving you the chance to move on. Yeah. Don't, don't drag out something that you feel from the beginning already is something that isn't necessarily going to work out. And look, there's it, it's quite tricky, obviously. You need to give things a chance. Um, of course, because sometimes a person can surprise you also yeah. through, during this. Yeah. How much yeah. they put effort into you, into the exactly. relationship. And sometimes it just surprises you and you're like, oh, okay, this is different. Um, this person needs some growth. Yeah. It depends on what age group also. I think with our thirties, we get to get very critical indeed. And then we're less keen to accept someone that's still growing in this age group. Because we accept some, we, we expect someone to be growing already in their twenties. And if they're still going through that that through during the 30s, 30s or their yeah. 40s you're thinking okay oh my god maybe yeah it's something i'm not accepting because i'm not there in that same path as you are exactly it, it becomes a, a difference between you know personal and emotional growth yeah. at that point yeah. i think emotional growth by the time you're 30 i mean not that it's a problem but i mean emotional growth is something that you, you would have fine-tuned along the way and you would have already like developed yourself emotional maturity i think that's what it is um i mean there's maturity and i think there's emotional maturity those are two completely separate things that we let's be honest are two very different look the thing is is that we met at 20 you were 19 i was 20 i had just turned 20 actually but we grew in that aspect we grew together to the point where we were relatively young leaving our teens literally at that point into our 20s where we were studying we didn't have much to the point where 
we graduated, started our careers, bought a house, and stuff like that. So in that aspect, we, we grew personally and emotionally simultaneously together because yeah. we were in the same age group, yeah. but we were also in the same positions. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. The same sure. phases also. I think yeah. it's more difficult if, you have, if you're dating someone that's basically in their 20s and you're in your 30s, then there, there's a disconnect sometimes mm-hmm. because you've already gone past a few things like you just mentioned. For me, for instance, like now that I'm 30, it suddenly it seems like I don't have time. Like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, know. but I get that. I you get that. Wanna, you don't want to waste time. Yeah, sorry. I don't, I don't have time for, for BS, you know? So, like, I want to, I, I, I know who I am. I know what I'm about, what I want. And I want someone that's also like that. It's, 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 it's both a good thing and a bad thing. Because um, one hand, as you said, it can lead you to reject someone that maybe. You, you should have given a little bit more time or something, but you know, it's, it's, I think it's because the more defined your, your vision of yourself becomes, the more defined you want the other person also to be. So the more difficult you make. Yeah. 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 And, and I must say, the thing that you say is, is very true about, you know, you be going through different things or you feel like you've already been through this and you don't want to go back, but the mindset that you say. I don't want to waste time. By then, I was 19. I had that mindset, and I was already way too grown for being 19. And then when we got together, his mindset was different. But I think we worked because it was the openness to be able to absorb the other one. So yeah. he taught me to be take your time. Just 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 take your time. You're not 50. No. <laughs> and I taught him. Sometimes you need to be serious. Might be 50 soon, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't get on with it. You know, and I think, I think that balance out as well. Otherwise, you would have been, you know, I'm very serious. He's very, uh, not not play, but he's, he's more open. But I think as well, it, it balanced out, and it only balanced out because we were open to the idea of it. Otherwise, yeah. we would have just been like, okay, I would have been like, he's a child. He would have been like, yeah, he's frustrated old man. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, that would have been the end of it. You have a question just now. Well, I do have a question now, and it's something oh. else. I mean, it's um, how do you accept? Because we were talking about accepting someone with their values and morals and everything mm-hmm. within the gay scene. Because most of us coming from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and I know about my friends coming out, they're kind of seen as like a, a little bit of an outcast from the family. Mm-hmm. You're accepted because mom, dad, we accept you. We love because we love you, but I still, yeah, don't come with all the, the gayness. Mm-hmm. How do you accept your partner? Because you two are together and you two are Caribbean, both of you. How do you accept each other's values? Being a little bit of the outcast of the family. Because you come with values that are from your family to your partner <laughs> and what do you bring within the relationship think, because how do you accept that I from each other? I think a good combination him coming from his family um, they are open to it mm-hmm. however he's very conscious of everything that happens and if anyone were to say something and I came more from the background what are you going to do about it you know if you have your opinion you have your opinion but what are you going to do about it and I think that combination the two of them made us be very i mean we can be in the middle of everyone and just be in a little bubble a completely different bubble and be having a completely different conversation and having a completely different experience that no one is 
no one is is in that moment with us. But so when you're with the of... family, let's mm-hmm. say you are with his family, do you two get into this bubble together? Not, or not you always. Go not into always. the values of no, his not family. not always. Not always. Huh? Just we, we have this connection that we can be there and just be the two of us, and nothing nothing else matters. And if someone were to say something, it doesn't matter at all. But at the same time as well, we the way our relationship is built up or set up, we're two in different individuals. Mm-hmm. So when we're together with his family, it could be that we're also not together at all. Mm-hmm. That I'm with someone completely different the entire day, and he's with someone else in the family the entire day. Simply because we're two different people as well. But, but coming the- together, let's say separate, if you get out of this family situation, you mm-hmm. two have to bring values to the table. Mm-hmm. Let's say later on to bring up your children and whatever else. We That's grew up with this standard of you have uh, and should be men and women because most of us come from a more religious family. Mm-hmm. How do you experience the values together? Where do you find the common grounds? They're very old school still. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think both of us come from relatively conservative families in, in that retrospect, right? The, the way that the values have been laid out, I think they're relatively conservative in that aspect where you have the same concept right of and that still kind of lives through of the mentality that we have still being gay the people that are a different type of mentality than what is the yeah, standard because strange still it bring is. That yes. value. well to us it doesn't necessarily represent um a house and a partner and a kid and a dog and you know, it doesn't represent that solely. It more represents a stability mm-hmm. kind of sense. You know, what do I want to achieve more in the sense, you know, I would like to have my own house. I would like to have a good mm-hmm. job. I would like to build my career. So those things come in, in, in their own steps. You know, forms the I guideline. Think, I yeah, think. it forms the guideline. And I think we're very, in the two of us together, we're very um, structured people. So I think... Not necessarily we look at it as we look at it more in the sense of what comes first, what comes next, or what do you want to do and how are you going to get to it? Mm-hmm. And which one can you do now, which one comes after, and which one comes after you've completed So you one. still have that old values mentality of uh, I still want a stable home with, um, in your case, men, men, <laughs> <laughs> and then with family. Yeah. Because I have a friend, she talks about she's been with her partner partner for ages and these two are not thinking about having children and stuff like that so they've been together for a long time and they've decided not to have that standard home mentality which they've both been a traditional home yeah Yeah. Yeah. what you've been brought up with i mean Mm -hmm. to have a certain age you get married Mm -hmm. and have kids and this and that and I think it's very new of her to think this way. Mm-hmm. It's modern times. Yeah. Who said we need to? Yeah. And also, that's what we were talking about, the apps. It's a new, it's new. It's all, all different. Yeah. So. I think, I think it's, it's, uh, it has to do with two things. I think, first of all, um, nowadays, people have more of a voice when when you have the traditional that was always set in by religion and and you know how things should have been i think people always had these desires 
the only thing that's changed now, people are allowed to voice the desires, people are allowed to go into it. Mm -hmm. I think when you, the, the most important thing I would say is, um, you mentioned morals and values. I think you need to accept yourself within those morals and values first mm -hmm. before you go into a relationship yeah. because you need to accept and be okay with who you are as a person. Yeah. And when once you've gotten to that point that you're okay with who you are and what your values are and and that it's okay to think differently, then you can play out and say, hey, you know what, partner, I don't want a kid or something. I want um, that we own each have our own houses, you know, and we each live separately. But I think that has more to do with the needs that you have as a person than it has to do with values. Mm -hmm. It has more to do with maybe some people have the needs to be alone and some people have the needs to... Um, there are people, for instance, that... Um, I'm a hopeless romantic, for instance. So I look in a partner, someone that's willing to make a commitment. Not saying that I cannot fear of the traditional, because once you're in a relationship, I think also that dynamic changes. As you guys mentioned, you know, you, by communicating with each other, you see that someone wants this, maybe you can pull you a little bit this side or your side or whatever uh, on the values. But um, I think the most important thing for from my aspect is figuring out who you are as a person and what you want. And don't be afraid of what others think or others feel that you should be Agreed. compliant to. Exactly. Either if you want an open relationship or you want a uh, relationship where you are totally monogamous but you do live in separate houses because you do have the need to have time on your own or whatever, you do you boo. You know, like yep. do the things that, that, that you feel are going to make your relationship blossom make you grow further in as a person. Yep. And it's the same thing that I said last week regarding coming out and stuff. You know, you have one life to live. So you can either decide to live it a happy way and conform to what you're happy with. That's what I'm learning these days anyways. Or you can decide to follow what people say is right or the traditional way. And you need to figure out for yourself what fits with you and your personality. I think. We tend to listen a lot to our families. Yeah. Yep being from the caribbean now yeah. being from the island we tend to listen a lot to our elderly respect the older and and grow within the values they teach you because they know better mm -hmm. so for you guys being gay it's it's uh it's breaking out of these rules and what you said is finding your own ways within the world but still with the values that have been uh, yeah. yeah, bringing that from your family within yeah. your relationship, yeah. but still holding on to this new aspect of yeah. life because yeah. I am different than what the traditional person from Curacao thinks uh, yeah. how life should go. So but I, I shouldn't am break that mold either. That's, no, at least that's what we it. think. Well, uh, some people do break it. Some people Which come is also to the Holland and Just they think, uh, you know what, I don't want to do, have to do anything with religion or family or this or that i want to be a traveler I want to yeah. Be the, the yeah and it depends i think your upbringing and what you value the most how much you're gonna break out of it like not. you need to be able to also be okay with saying to your family like listen this is who i am mm -hmm. and i do agree with you that um a monogamous relationship is where i want to go as a person but that does not mean that I need to live in the same house as that person. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just our choice as a partner. And you need to respect that. 
Yeah, it's a difficult it's, yeah, it's, it's a difficult, difficult conversation good, because yeah. some people cannot break from that, and oh. I do understand it has to do a lot with religion. It has to do a lot with with how <laughs> you've been. Ra- who are the people around you, and how do they judge the the group of people you actually belong to? And if you grow up with people thinking how oh, gay is bad, this and that, yeah. you, you're gonna think they yeah. condition you from from the get go. They condition you. If you do not do this, then this. If you do not do that, bad. Yes. If you do not this, good. But yeah. then you live in Holland. Yeah. Like we left the island and we came to Holland to study, and mm-hmm. we we see this perspective and the the open mindedness here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some, when whenever they're in Holland, they're very open and how they're. And then they go back home and they're surrounded again with the same people and yeah. the family and everything. They go back to no, but I'm straight. Okay, I don't deserve it. Yeah. They're afraid to get confronted. Very afraid to confronted with themselves and just yeah. figure out for themselves, try new things and figure out. Oh, do I like this or do I not like this? Or but, but if you do, also, then then yeah. and accept that you yeah. like this, yeah. and and that's most important. It's quintessential to get to the point where it's this is me, this is what I like, and this is what I don't like. And it's also very important to be able to convey this message, let's say, to your significant other. So your friend that you're talking about, for example, that has established that they don't want kids, for example, it's very important, actually, quite early on in your relationship. I'm not saying that you need to say that to in like the first three dates or something like that. But I'm just saying the moment that you know that the, this relationship is progressing and you do not want this, it's very important to start establishing certain things like that because these are actually quite large decisions or things that affect your relationship because these are things that both people would want, for example. But these are things that we have discussed, I think, from early on in our relationship. Like we want to buy a house. We want kids. We want our careers to get started. We want stability. We want to, in this case, we have a dog now too. But I mean, these are these are early things on that we had established um, what we would like to. But even if you establish at, a, at an early change, stage, that sometimes change. you yeah, get change, further through the years and, and your partner is like, but you know what I said earlier? Actually, right now, I really feel the need to have that. <laughs> but that's also part of communication. And, and, and But then it's it's up to you as a person to convey, to com- communicate this to your partner as early on as possible because these are things that you know, you said A, now it's B. Okay, how does this affect my relationship from now? And that also determines kind of like a, a decision split into like, okay, is this going to work? Is this, this not going to work? work? And then you're wasting the other person's time. That's how horrible it is. But I mean, if this is staying true to you, then, you know, it's it's an important thing for you as a person. That's not an important thing for you your relationship at that point but it's important for you as a person by giving that statement by saying you know this is what i would like to do this is what my opinion is or this is what i stand for even if you change your mind afterwards by voicing your opinion i think you already set the tone for your relationship you already set the tone for you know how your relationship is going to be i mean um you know relationships are hard um being single is hard but behind it all, communication is the most important thing because that always, always, always sets the tone for how it's going to end. Yeah. If it's going to end. No, but if it's, a, if it's going to start. Also. Yeah, even if it's mm-hmm. going to start uh, mm-hmm. as, as, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, um, you know, don't limit yourself um, by not doing what you want. 
by not you know opening yourself by by not being willing to accept another person yeah um, don't be afraid of being alone or ending up alone you know okay. like be okay with who you are as a person and i think that you should only be in a relationship with someone or date someone at a point where you see it going somewhere you don't need to feel like because i do feel a lot of people are doing that you know they are so afraid of being alone and and while uh, you know i've learned the, the the last year a lot about myself and uh, i've learned a lot of things about growing and getting to know yourself and getting to know what you like who you are what you are figuring out and what you want to do in life etc and that's also a very beautiful thing and it's not something that everybody gets to have because yeah. a lot of time like when you enter a relationship when you're very young you're constantly focusing on growing the relationship and mm -hmm. growing you are growing as a person also but you don't get the opportunity to really set everything aside yeah. set all opinions aside and just go like you know what um let's just do this so i my advice would be like you know guys if you do get the opportunity to be single be single yep. and enjoy being single and figuring out yourself and what you want and maybe the next relationship then you will be more of you in that relationship yep. if, if that makes sense and yeah don't don't stick in a relationship or just be in a relationship to have someone you know yep. what i mean yeah. anyone else has a closing uh, advice I, i think for people in a relationship i think just kind of uh, building up on top of what gary said you know even if if you have that phase in which you you get to to develop yourself in in that aspect emotionally and personally and when you're in a relationship i have to say like after being almost 11 years in a relationship it's very very important that you still have this time for yourself to be able to have your moment in which you're capable of focusing and developing yourself irregardless of if if it's a moment that you're going to focus in 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 your own time on building your relationship even further because you feel that there are certain things that you need to communicate or you need to discuss about but mostly most important is focus on you look your relationship will not be you your relationship does not define you you are an individual and your lives overlap with each other those two things are never they they are intermeshed but they're two separate things just do not forget that but it's also important to establish the time for yourself we do that we respect each other because we both know that we are two people that need our space we need our time to be able to process certain things personally for ourselves and that has nothing to do with our relationship because relationship things you talk about but personally you need to think about things develop yourself personally emotionally and sometimes that requires time for yourself it's okay and respect that from the other person if they need it that's my biggest piece of advice of being in a relationship Yeah, I don't know what to advise. I'm single now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mine ended. <laughs> But what Gary said, it's um, it's all about you. It's how what you bring to the table and how how developed you are and how how healthy you are in your mind and your body yeah. and what you bring to the table and to that person because like you learn from them, they learn from you. Yeah. And I think it's essential to get to know yourself better. And being alone is okay. Yeah. It's, it's something I've learned also. I have to teach myself. You don't need that standard mentality, what you've been brought up. Yeah. You need a relationship. You need high shibonkibesha. And this is, this, is, this is how life is supposed to go. 
no, it's fine to, especially as a woman growing from the Caribbean, there's an age expectation for yeah. me as also been expect, expected to be at this age group and already married them with kids and you see your surrounding also going through it. So you feel this pressure, but it's fine. It's fine to let go and in, take the enjoyments of life. Yeah. And even if it's on a dating app, <laughs> it's okay to go out there if it's what you enjoy and you feel comfortable with. This is not a commercial for Tinder. No, no, no. I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> so you cannot find me there. <laughs> Just reiterating. Five, Just five, five, six, seven, <laughs> Closing off. Um, always remember, it's it's not a stronghold. It's not an expectation. Um, make sure that you're open for the journey. Don't limit yourself and always communicate. Before you start a relationship, in your relationship, always, always communicate. But first of all, make sure that you're okay. Yes, I'm your host, Jared. It's been fun. Until next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>